Now time for some witty and thoughtful commentary. On another show, it's the Beck and Kyle podcast. Welcome into another show. I'm Becca James, Kyle King. Hello, sir. Hey, how are you? I remember you. You remember me, do you? I do. I know. Lots, lots gone on. I'm a champion now. I see that. Congratulations to you and the Boozy Bruisers. Like, yes, my softball team finally won one, and now we're defending champs. Like, did it surprise you guys how good you were? Or did the or did the competition literally just drop off? No, no, it was a hard-fought doubleheader on championship night. Um, but yeah, no, we just we all stepped up our game and really played hard, and we beat the uh, top two seeded teams. Um, and a doubleheader to win the championship. It was awesome. You know that those two teams went home and were pissed, right? Like you Actually, so here's the thing. The the first team we beat, they were cool, whatever. The the team in the actual championship game, one particular guy on this team is such an asshole that he was talking shit after the game. He was telling his team, I can't believe we lost to this bunch of losers. All right, this person, this person's getting cut from next season. Like because he reacted like that, it just made it sweeter for us. Like, we legit carved um, not Zanes into the trophy nice. as a private joke because this guy was such a jerk about it. Do you guys have to um, give the trophy back? Like, is it Stanley Cup style where you keep it all year or? Normally, you give it back, at, but we also knew that they, like they were retiring that trophy oh, with nice. our season, so we were getting to keep that trophy forever and ever, amen, which is why we're like, we're carving our names into it and drinking beer that out of, of it and everything. There, that might have happened, yes. Might I mean, have you have to, right? There's photogenic proof of that happening. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I would have done it. I'm not ashamed. Yeah, well, I, I, sure. I want to win another championship. I'll do it again. Yeah, fair enough. Well, good. That's good. I'm, I'm happy for you guys. Congrats. Now, do me a favor. Yeah. What is trending? All right. Well, speaking of sports, NFL season, it's oh. almost here. Training camp started this week, and yes. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. Um, no. so that's awesome. Super awesome. Uh, let's see. There is now a new richest man in the world. Really? The Amazon founder Jeff Bezos officially passed Bill Gates today, actually. Huh. I know. I know. Bill Gates is gonna have to step up his game. I will say this, that, that shouldn't be that Jeff shouldn't Gates. be too shocking because uh Bezos gets way more of my money than Bill Gates does. That is a fair point, because nobody likes Internet Explorer anymore. Uh, let's see what's going on. Uh, Wonder Woman eventually beat Deadpool in the box office. I know. I saw that. But good for Wonder Woman. That was such a cool flick. It was so good. And, of course, number two has been greenlit. We've also found out that the next James Bond movie is coming out in 2019. But there's no confirmation on who is going to be playing James Bond. Oh, it so might be Craig. It might be a new one. We don't know. Oh, okay. So Craig hasn't really said if he's done yet or not. Yeah, we don't know. So See, that's kind I, of I really liked Casino Royale. I really liked Quantum of Solace. I kind of fell off after that. I haven't seen Spectre. Exactly. I saw Spectre, but I wasn't that thrilled with it. And and yeah. Daniel Craig is a fine Bond. Like, I have no problem with him. I just, I think my fascination with James Bond has kind of just gone away. I'm right there with you, which is odd. We're so much on the same page about that one. Um, let's see what else is going on. Um, oh, your favorite person in the world. Justin Bieber hit a paparazzi with his truck. Because of course he did. Because he's such a miserable little 
Oh. So actually, the headlines were very deceiving with this one. So paparazzi were swarming his truck. He's trying to get away. He's driving cautiously or whatever. And like he's starting to pull out and a guy kind of just gets too close to him. And so he ends up hitting this guy, immediately stops, gets out of the car. And then, of course, all the other paparazzi are just taking pictures and trying to goad him into, you know, reaction shots or whatever. And he's like, guys, there is a guy hurt. There is somebody hurt on the ground. Let's take care of him. Stop already. So he was actually being a decent human being at that point. So yeah, I bet it would have, if it would have been one of his fans, it'd have been like, I'm a back over him again, yo. <laughs> well, we will never know. And then finally, uh, Channing Tatum is releasing his own brand of vodka. It's called Born and Bred Vodka. And I really just wanted to bring up Channing Tatum because you remember last year when I got to interview Tom Cruise? I do. Channing Tatum is this year's celebrity. Him and Steven Soderbergh, who will be coming to Knoxville for the Regal Entertainment's Variety Children's Charity premiere in a couple weeks. And I don't know yet, but oh my God, I'm hoping I get to interview him. Because so, oh my God, it's Channing Tatum. If you do, and I, and I know last year your Tom Cruise one was like super short. I think it was like, hey, you have five seconds and do not look him directly in the eye. Not no, his, not his words, all. not his words, but uh, I got like five minutes and the longest interview out of any of the local media because he was appreciating my conversation so much. Thank you very much. Oh, Kyle. He's trying to convert and, you to science. He, he gave great eye contact. He was trying to convert you to Scientology. That's how he does it is with the eye contact. Like you're all of a sudden you're hooked. It like, was a subconscious thing. You have to do me a favor. If if you do get to talk to Channing Tatum, because I have a long-running joke of every time that guy gets cast in something, I always, like, tweet out or put on Facebook about, like, hey, lost another role to Channing Tatum, getting really sick and tired of it, and he never responds to me. Especially considering this movie he's promoting is Logan Lucky, which is about... Um, a not-so-bright person who tries to rob uh, a NASCAR race. I've seen that. I've seen it. looks it. really funny. The movie looks... You've seen it? I've seen it. So, <laughs> do me a favor. Will you bring... Uh, again, do your stuff you need to do for the station. All right? Get your station stuff out of the way. But just throw that dig in and be like, hey, I do a podcast as well with my partner. Bring it up to him. I want to I want to finally see what he has to say about all the millions he has robbed me. <laughs> if I can work it in, I will do my best. Thank you. Okay, when we come back, we're going to talk about childhood movies that disappoint you as an adult and the Goodwill Challenge. The Beck and Kyle Podcast. Two hosts, many opinions, zero fact-checking. So we all loved movies growing up. We still love movies. They're great. But oh, yeah. You, and I, you could spend all day every day at the theaters. Oh, absolutely. Like, I was one of those to where, like, if it was a double feature, I'm going to it. I don't care what it is. I'm going. I love them. Fifth movie is coming out? Why, yes, I'll spend an entire day in the theater watching the ones <laughs> that came before it. Hell, I just uh -oh. binge-watched the entire Fast and Furious franchise. Like, I have... I always wanted to do that. Was it amazing? Look, if you can believe that physics don't exist, yeah, it's a great movie. But the other part is, like... Most of my favorite movies. And, and what? Look, I'm fine with that because, again, I go to a movie to escape. I don't need all, I don't need every movie to be 100% accurate, fine, whatever. It was fine. It also had The Rock in the later movies. And you know me, like, I am a legit I rock fan. Crush. Oh, like, huge man crush. But my, my point being with, oh, by the way, really quick, just side note on the Fast and Furious. Huh? About are we going to digress to The Rock maybe running for president? No, 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 no. We're we're going to digress to uh, Paul Walker, as we all know, tragically died. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, I really hadn't watched the Fast and Furious movies 
after Tokyo Drift, the third one. Well, why would you? That was a terrible movie, and I like to pretend number three did not exist. Yeah, everybody does. And, and like I said, I, I just didn't really like the Fast franchise. I loved the first two. That kind of ruined it. Uh, but after binge-watching this and everything, and then seeing, God, that tribute they gave to him at the end of Seven was a little tearjerker-ish. I'm God, going to admit. Did you cry? You Did you cry? Come I, on. It's... You're not less of a man for crying at that. We all did. You know me. I have no problem admitting if I ever did. I, I did not, but I did get a tad bit dusty. Like, it was one of those to where I was sitting there going, man, like 2001, I remember Fast and Furious was the movie to go and see. Like, it was such oh, a big yeah. part of growing up. No matter what POS you drove, you were peeling out of that parking lot after the movie like you were in the movie. Oh, I yeah. Mean, like it was huge. So I just have to say, like, I know I've 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 made jokes and stuff like that, but it, it was a very, very good tribute. Uh, the movie suspect, but the tribute at the end was great. And, and it brought back a lot of those old like nostalgia feelings. And and speaking of that nostalgia, <laughs> I wanted to talk about is there a movie that you watched when you were growing up that you thought was just great? But then you watch it as an adult and you're just like, oh, my God, this is such a horrendous piece of crap. Why am I watching this? Oh, I'm shaking my head. Yes, so very much. So I love slapstick movies when I was a kid mm-hmm. and um, Jim Carrey when Ace Ventura Pet Detective came out. I can't tell you how many times I watched it. I remember going to Universal Studios and they had a display there and I got all excited and took a million pictures and. Then seeing it back as an adult, it's I don't think I laughed one time, but I did judge my younger self very harshly. Really? It's terrible. It's one of these stupidest pieces of crap ever. And I actually felt the need to apologize to my parents for all the times they had to watch it with me. I mean, he did at one point bend over and sing out of his ass. So Which was Hysterical when I was like eight or whatever. I mean, oh my god, that movie is so bad. Yeah, but I I loved that movie. I used to try to do the all righty then, and I can't do impressions, so it's about as bad as I just did that. I it was still terrible. I still love Ace Ventura. Like I can still there there was one night How? I. I how can you still like that piece of crap? You know, I think it's because a buddy of, a close buddy of mine is like a big fan of that movie too. So I think. Because he likes it, I still really like it. Because we every time the when he figures out that that cop is a dude, <laughs> Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn's I'm a man. So harshly right now. You always more harshly know. than I have ever judged you in your life. I am judging you so hard. We still quote that every time it comes on. We love it so. <gasps> I mean, don't get me wrong. I agree with you. I'm, I'm sure it does not hold up well. No. And another one, Spaceballs. What? To be fair, I never really watched Star Wars at all till I was an adult. And so Spaceballs, to me, didn't have a whole lot of, um, I don't know. Like, I, did, I just didn't get it as it related to Star Wars. But I loved the movie when I was growing up. And then I saw that as an adult, too. And See, your and I's movies are so, so okay, different. Okay, so... So what movies have you been disenfranchised with? Batman and Robin. Oh, uh, my God. As a is kid. That the, is that the one with Jim Carrey since we were talking about Jim Carrey? No, that was forever. That one was not good either. 
But Batman and Robin by far takes a cake. That was the one with George Clooney in the nipple suit. Oh, God, yeah. Also had Mr. Freeze in it, played by Arnold oh, Schwarzenegger. Yeah. That one was never good. Oh, but look, as a kid. They were, they were big at the time. I'll give you that. Yes. As a kid, those were super hokey. I was a child. That was the height of 90s consumerism. And it was one of those to where as a kid, I loved it. I remember Taco Bell had the little pull and peel uh, play. <laughs> it had tons of uh, of different like toys that came out. Batman not only had like his regular suit, but you could also get him in his winter wear. Alicia Silverstone was in it. And look, to this day, I still love that shot where she's putting on the tights and it shows uh-huh. off. Of course you do. Though, speaking of her, Clueless has definitely held up. That movie is still as awesome today as it was when I was a child. Really? I still love it. Yeah. So, but, okay. So, hold on. Let me redirect back because I just pulled something up. (laughs) BuzzFeed has Mr. Freeze puns ranked from horrible to worst. Of course they do. Right, because it's BuzzFeed. They have everything ranked. So (laughs) I'm going to go through the list, see if you remember these, and I'm going to do my best worst Arnold impression, okay? Oh, good. So I get a bad Arnold impression and horrible quotes. Yes. So at number 13, we have have, winter has come at last. (laughs) Then at number 12, the Iceman cometh. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just keep thinking, are these Game of Thrones things? (laughs) Right? Like, we should play that game. Game of of Thrones or Mr. Freeze. Number 11, everything freezes. God, it's so bad. Number 10, tonight hell freezes over. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Your face is red with laughing, which I think is the most humorous part of this. so bad. Number number nine, when he... When he freezes, who is it? Is it Robin? I'm afraid that my condition has left me cold to your pleas of mercy. Really good job there, Arnold. No, I've got to say, it's not so much him, though. Somebody actually got paid to write that. I know. A lot of money, probably. Oh, my God. Number number eight, as he's stealing the diamond that he came for. Cool potty. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, when he's about to get arrested, you are not sending me to the cooler. Wow. All right, hold on, hold on. I got to see. They they are getting worse. I will give us that. They are definitely. Oh, my God. Number two. And number one, obviously, take the cake. Number two, what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. As he's freezing the big T-Rex in the museum. And finally, number one. Yeah, this is definitely number one. <laughs> Let's kick some ice. <laughs> A studio paid for this. Can you breathe? Should I call 911? <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> I thought this movie was so cool growing up. Like, I used to quote these. cool as ice? <laughs> Cool party. I will say kudos on your impression, though. You definitely sound like Arnold. Really? All right. You did a good job with the impression. I mean, (laughs) could you imagine, like, 
I, God, how old was I? When I don't know. How, I, I had to be in elementary school. Yeah, that one is like elementary school version. Kyle running around, <laughs> running around on the on the on the on the playground. All right, everyone, chill. <laughs> oh my God, I'm such a dork. I mean, you still are, but when we come back, we're going to talk about the Goodwill Challenge. The Becca and Kyle podcast. One of them is sweet, smart, and beautiful. The other is Becca. All right, welcome back. Kyle's still giggling like a schoolgirl over the bad Mr. Freeze quotes. Uh, But I posted something on Facebook the other day about the Goodwill Challenge that I thought sounded like something right up Kyle's alley. And what this is, is basically it's kind of just a way to have fun with your spouse, your significant other, where you go to Goodwill and you each have $10 to spend on an outfit for the other person. So right then and there, you're going to find the wackiest, most awful things for your partner to wear. So that's kind of the fun, right? And then whatever you pick out, you have to put on and wear out and go to dinner or wherever you're going on your date night. But you have to pretend like it's totally normal you're wearing these outfits. And it's just kind of like makes this fun inside joke to kind of create a fun date night experience. So, okay. You got angry that I thought that I suggested that you do this with Carrie. I didn't get angry. I just told you, you how I was... chose the angry face icon on Facebook. Because you know how I feel about like these social media challenges and but to be honest, I I I could admit when I am wrong. This one does seem generally cool to do and and I think we might actually go ahead and do it once we get done with our cruise and everything. We're saving up for we're not really going out on date nights or anything cuz we're saving for vacations. But I think we might do it. I'm going to need you to go back and say that first part again. This is why I don't do it often. One, because it rarely happens. But two, you make a big deal about it. You gloat. Because you don't do it often. Because I don't have to. Because I'm pretty much right. One more time. One more time. Just let me hear it. I was wrong. It seems like a fun idea. Are you happy? I am happy. I I mean, I knew you were wrong, but it's nice that you are admitting it. The funny thing is, though, like, I'm kind of tempted to pair it with something else. So when Carrie and I got engaged. Okay. (laughs) I did this, what I thought was going to be super romantic, okay? Like, I went out um, and I went and got, like, I got roses that I put on each step leading up to our loft that we had. I had a bunch of like tea lit uh, or tea light candles that were lit everywhere. Uh, I had uh, notes written all over the place, kind of like a little scavenger hunt and stuff. Uh, I thought it was a, it was a very romantic thing and it was it leading up. That. Yeah. And it was leading up to how I was proposing to my wife. But <laughs> I also realized that I didn't want to just look like a schlub and I wanted to look a little presentable. So I was like, man, I've spent so much money on all this other stuff, and mind you, the ring. I don't really have a lot of great clothes. <laughs> I actually have a sport coat that I got for $5 <laughs> at a Goodwill store. Oh, <laughs> that's kind of sweet, though. It looks so bad. It is a white sport coat. Oh, what were you thinking? Don Johnson back in the 80s was awesome. I don't know. <laughs> it 
it was And she still said yes. <laughs> the That's only, the mystery. The only other option that I had, Becca, was this like teacher's jacket that had the patches on the elbows. <laughs> And looked like I should have been in Welcome Back Cotter or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, borrowed one from a friend, from your dad? I mean... Well, I don't think anybody else... Well, no, people knew. I don't really have a... You've seen my friends. They're not as big or as tall as I am. Jake is a tiny little man. Is he not? I have had a Chris Farley moment. Uh, yeah, I mean, it would have been fat guy in a little coat. Like, that would not have... <laughs> But looking, and what's funny is on on my wife's iPad is a picture of us on that night after we got engaged, and so I'm wearing I'm wearing this, and I think I'm wearing a T-shirt too, by the way, not like a collared shirt, but a T-shirt, because I was like, nah, it's kind of hip. Well, that's the other thing is like, why didn't you instead of getting a jacket just go for a nice collared shirt? Because they have tons of those at Goodwill. Yeah, you think I would have done that, but I didn't, because who knows. All right. Carrie has this picture on there and I hate it because, and I look like I was a $5 magic Don Juan. <laughs> See, doing the Goodwill challenge could help erase that memory or just. I tell you what, I will, I will do it. I will do it I, again. Carrie and I aren't doing uh, dates or anything right now. Cause like I said, we have a trip to California coming up. And then we have it's a $10 per person. That's your total budget. And you can probably get away for under that. And you don't have to go like to a restaurant or something. You could just like make a picnic and go to the park. The point is you're out in public in said wacky outfit. Yeah, but I think it's better if I actually go out. Like, like if we go to like a decent restaurant, like a Which nice sushi place. Which would be funnier if you go and then like only share an appetizer and water. <laughs> Not only do our clothes that have might to be, make it better. Not only do our clothes have to be ten dollars, our entire meal has to be ten. And no, I cannot get chicken nuggets. <laughs> well, that's your stipulation, not mine. I think it would be fun, so I will do it, and then I will challenge you as well. But it's not going to be anytime soon, so don't hold your breath, people. All right? Oh, fine. You know what? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do on this challenge? I'm going to put a freeze on it. <laughs> Oh, goodness. All right. Well, it's not whether you... What, what do you say here? I don't even know. I don't even care. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next week. Oh, my God. You're an idiot. <laughs> well, wasn't that fun? To keep up with their shenanigans, follow them on Facebook.com slash The Becca Kyle Show. And follow them on Twitter at Becca Kyle Show. Those looking to send hate mail or to receive a full refund for this episode, email Becca and Kyle Show at gmail.com.